Wonderful. One of my best claps. All right. I like that you're ranking them. That's good. Hello and welcome, everyone. To please don't best listen to this. Your life depends on. Actually, do you want? Do you guys want me to tell you a little bit of a story <laughs> first? I've got a little bit of a, a story. Do we have time for this? Saving. I feel like we have a solid first segment right here. Unless you want to have a funnier. This uh, hopefully this won't be that. This long. better be about a guy who figured out how to be immortal. No, it is about a guy who is very mortal. Actually, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> he's about as mortal as you get. Did he teleport so, directly to hell, Spawn style? No, no. But this this has been in the news enough that you guys might have actually heard a little bit about this. Do you guys? Oh yeah, Breath of the Wild too. No, no, not about that. Oh. Um. <laughs> so there was a guy. Uh, there's a guy named Bob Lee. Do you guys know anything about Bob Lee? No? no. Um, it's okay. You Robert have no reason Lee? to. Lee? I've heard of him. Mm. Bob <laughs> Lee is one of the uh, founders of Cash App, which is, you know, oh. it's, it's and, you know, you shouldn't have to know this. So he's a billionaire? Yes. But it's like PayPal, he but died in a regular stabbing last week. Okay. Um... I'm getting to it. Don't worry. I wouldn't just tell. I'm not just going to tell you about every rich guy that gets so far. That is hilarious. How regular are we talking? So it was reported. No enchantments. No armor. Four strength. Four stamp. It was. It was reported that he, you know, like uh, stumbles like too near his limo, covered in blood, trying to get help, and then he dies. And so it was reported that he was like stabbed by a homeless person, and everyone's like, "What? Why? Who? who how would you know? Who cares? Is this he, poetic?" He yeah. asked a, a homeless person, "What's your cash app?" In trying to give them money, and <laughs> yeah. he just stabbed them. <laughs> well, that's reasonable. Um, a fellow uh, tech executive who just hops on, like you know, the social media and is immediately like, "This is why we need to, like, you know, bulldoze the homeless into uh, into pits and everything." Yeah, immediately like soapboxing yeah. about the... Imme- immediately saying, out? "Like, look, like you know, we are not this. We are not safe until uh, these people are gone." And this, this guy week, stabbed him. It comes out that <laughs> a. He was riding with another tech executive that he was competing with in the same limo, mm-hmm. and this guy stabbed him to death. <laughs> so, yo, a- after everyone comes out, to, after all his rich friends are like, "Oh my god, that I we cannot eliminate the violence. Yeah. They shouldn't be allowed." It. <laughs> it was like, "Oh, actually, it was rich people that killed him." So, wow. what was it? The guy that was saying that. On no, that would online? be way that okay. that would be way better. I would Doth love he that. Protesting that would be great. Too much. Yeah, <laughs> that very Shakespearean. But Mission Local That's is funny. informed that the San Francisco Police Department early this morning made an arrest April fourth, the killing of tech executive Bob Lee, following an operation undertaken outside the city's borders. The, the alleged worker also works in tech and is a man he purportedly knew, allegedly a competitor. Uh, so he he's killed by the executive. Damn, rich on rich crime. I know, oh, right? Man. The police what, really what need to guy, start to crack, crack down on that. What is this guy doing in the van? Like, how how much of a shithead is he being that you're like, I have to stab this guy to death right now? Or truly, do you think he was thinking about, about it? Do you think he was thinking about it a long time and was like, hey, do you want to get into my van with me? In the same way as saying, like, I have a really nice bottle of wine down in my cellar. Are you going to come? Yeah. <laughs> and drink it? I think that they had dinner together. Mm-hmm. And he insisted on paying for half of it, and it was the Venmo guy and the Cash App guy. <laughs> and he said, "You want to just Cash App me for it?" And he just stabbed him right there. <laughs> He's like, "No, I only use Venmo." And then it, it escalated further. Yep. 
into a stabbing. <laughs> One way to eliminate the competition, though. I know, right? Really, like direct I mean, action. Really it's, fucking it's, stealthy. It's the it. hustle grind set. It really is. <laughs> yeah. You have to take This out is when, uh, this is that when 47, 47 goes home and he's like, I didn't even have to do anything. Like I, That guy was on my list. <laughs> yeah. He was on a couple other guys' lists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like, there's there's certainly got to be a better way. There's There's got to be a better way than leaving a bloody trail that points directly back to you. I was thinking it's... You know, that's two down. One guy's in jail, one guy's dead. You know, that's probably. all right. You're, that's a good way of thinking about it. But speaking it, of... We are to the true victors here. <clears throat> we'll get to immortality uh, in a minute, but, you know, cut off one head and two more will yada, Take yada, yada. Yeah, so, like, yeah, yeah. those guys, that didn't stop either of those companies. Just a new, a new fucking rich guy will yeah. be the head of those. Yeah. So. Another guy to Me stab. now, yeah. I hope, right? Maybe it will be two <laughs> CEOs will take his place, like an actual... No, that's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, probably, right? It's not like people are going to stop using Cash App. Well, if they people they use getting Cash stopped, App, <laughs> yeah, eventually it's all, they'll it's be... all over the place at conventions. That's where I see it a lot. Huh. Really? Yeah, better think of people it like it like... better than PayPal and other stuff. Because you know you don't have to have PayPal? a card reader and yeah, but like I don't, I don't have any love for the the Cash App guy who got stabbed. I will not be speaking at his funeral. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> You're just trying to get something off the top. <laughs> a little kickback. Trying back. to steal from the gift. Is there a gift table at funerals? Is there uh, yeah. a swag uh, bag? There is. Get? I'm pretty sure they are going to have like bacon wrapped scallops and some caviar and Ooh. some stuff there. They give out smartphones and Gucci uh, bags. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm like Beyonce's part birthday or scallops. something. <laughs> like, what, what are you doing? I'm grabbing all the scallops and trying to sell them on the secondhand market. <laughs> Bye, dead man scallop. Funeral scallop. Yeah, I'm a scallop scalper. I'm on the street trying to sell. Trying to he won't need them where he's going, Cam. <laughs> Take his scallops because he won't man need in the them cemetery. where he's going. <laughs> Richest man in the cemetery. Oh. everyone to please don't listen to this your life depends on it the show where we do something different every single week this week we read hellboy mike mignola's uh 90s epic that spans all the way to like what 2013 2014 with uh about the the demon boy who could (laughs) (laughs) and all of his paranormal investigations and adventures and uh i have here with me today some of the least mortal characters that i could find we have a man with his soul inside a duck inside a chicken inside a goat hidden at the bottom of the ocean that's cam 
uh, yeah, Solduckin. What is that shit? I don't Soul even know Duckin. what you guys are talking about. Well, look, this is this is what happens when you talk to the Baba Yaga. She makes it way too oh. complicated, no matter what. And mm. and that soul lives in a shoe. Yeah, I know. In a chicken leg. In the chicken leg house. That sounds sick as hell. I like that. Not to jump ahead, but I like that part of the book where he's like, oh, the Baba Yaga, I, I'm going to die. Can I please see your cool house before I die? And she's like, oh, where yeah, it's right over there. <laughs> and he's like, that's sick. <laughs> uh, Hi. Yeah. Welcome to Hellboy. Yeah. So we also have uh, a sentient blob of moving ectoplasm. Seb. Gloop blob. <laughs> That's me. You're always saying. I that. certainly feel like a blob of moving ectoplasm right now. Yeah, do you know? Do you want to know who they had play Johann Krauss in the movie? <clears throat> oh, they had Seth MacFarlane voicing Johann yeah. Krauss, doing a really Why? stereotypical German accent what to be the, the ectoplasm fuck? man. What the fuck? He must have <laughs> known a fuck? guy. That sucks. He should have done what Stewie instead. <laughs> well, I'm sure it's like it's like how. Uh, uh, Kojima loves the trashiest parts of American culture. I think Guillermo del Toro is the same way. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And so he was just like, oh, I have to get the funny baby to be in my next Hellboy movie. <laughs> Do Peter Griffin. And McFarlane was like, what? <laughs> I thought you said this guy was German. He's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have not seen this movie. No, that so. the movie is is good. I, I liked it. Aren't okay. all the Hellboys kind of good? Not to I'm jumping um, ahead again. Aren't one and two are the Guillermo del Toro ones are good, but they take mm-hmm. kind of a different tone from the comics. The 2019 one is supposedly awful, and we're going to be finding that out firsthand eventually. Uh, David yes, Harbour. We with, must do this for yeah. hazmats. Yeah. Um. So Who's let's this see. other guy? Yes. New guy. I also have uh, a head in a jar with mechanical body attached. That's Alex. Hello. I don't have a bit. Sorry. Hi. Do a bit. No? Do a uh, Futurama reference. Uh, <laughs> do a German accent. <laughs> Peter here. <laughs> no, wait. I did Lois saying Peter's here. <laughs> Peter. Peter. Get your head out of that jar, Peter. <laughs> Peter, you can't be immortal. I haven't seen enough family guy to do the stupid voices we'll do it for the episode i don't even fun. know if that's accurate i haven't seen enough we either. should just do family guy for an episode if you're listening i wouldn't be any <laughs> i will only be doing this by watching instagram reels of family guy funny moments that's the only way i'm willing to watch this show watch fall down the stairs just watch it over and over again <laughs> <laughs> and i'm your host man who was beaten stabbed burned alive thrown into the river and met the the serpent of seven who are one that's nick and then harpooned and burned again and burned again and uh i've been sucked off don't forget that and sucked off put my soul uh, they put my soul inside a nut but i'm fine yeah (laughs) exploded by the iron maiden and then put in a nut Man, Rasputin, I love how he gets owned in this series. It's great. He's so fucking owned. And, yeah. like, Rasputin so is a guy owned. who's famous for getting owned and bouncing back. So it's it only makes sense yeah. to have him, like, get owned and bounce back. But, like, eventually he can't do it anymore. And that's also really funny to be like, sorry, buddy, you, you had a lot of chances, but you wasted them. <laughs> and the, the way it happens, too, is, like, Hecate is just like, no, fuck you. You tried enough. Like, just just explode explode <laughs> <Yeah>. right now <laughs> explode right now <laughs> go gay. to the woods the woods you're going to the woods <laughs> uh 
But we have in front of us, we're running into a lot of immortals reading the Hellboy comics. And we thought it would be nice to uh, go through and rank them. Rank the ways that you could be immortal. Uh, and uh, we've got some we've got some inspired ideas here, I think. But a lot of them a lot of them come from Hellboy. But uh, then we also just have whatever we could think of uh, as well. And I just realized something else that I want to put on here, but we'll hesitate to add it. Um. So <laughs> yeah, we have immortal without interference. <laughs> Uh, because of a stupid argument about Jesus that happened right before. Well, uh, also lobsters. It was yes. more about like lobsters than Elvis. Like if well, Elvis. See, is... so lobsters have hypothetical immortality. Yeah, alive yeah. forever until Elvis proven otherwise. Is actually immortal. He's around. True. True. You guys keep saying that, but he'd only be eighty-eight. <laughs> like he, that's not. He's immortal. That much. No, but he's not gonna die. Yeah. If Rasputin <laughs> gets to be immortal, he, he is too. Okay. So, are we putting Elvis down first? What's the deal with that? Yes, um, he's number one. Yeah, you want to talk about this? But, he's so, no, I, what, I think what is the nature of Elvis' no. immortality? Because his uh, his music and hairstyle and everything. No, it, yeah, that right doesn't now. matter. Yeah, no, the guy is literally alive. No, I, okay. So he bounces between each Elvis impersonator. They're not really impersonators. It's actually him entering their bodies. So he is actually alive. And as long as there are Elvis impersonators, which there will be forever, he will be alive. I think that that is a legitimately good premise for, like, a, a story. Like, the, the spirit of Elvis lives on in the people who impersonate him. Like, his yeah. image is what animates him. Yeah, that's so, real. Yeah, and it's his literal soul. It's it's not yeah. like a right, metaphor right. that he's right. actually... No, I don't mean this as a metaphor. Because we are going yes, to talk okay. about the metaphor later on. Um but, like, there's a Venture Brothers episode where Abraham Lincoln's ghosts can only move things that have his picture on them. Yeah. So he's covered in pennies <laughs> and $5 bills, and he's, like, <laughs> using his it's ghost a, to... It's uh, a good bit. Yeah. Uh, so, hmm, I wouldn't rank this number one, though. Yeah, no, it what, is. No, but, not at all. Well, it's, it, for, it has to start at number one, because we don't have anything else on the list. That's right. <clears throat> okay. Well, we'll, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll go, like, a, is this higher or yes. lower than this yes. thing? All right. Elvis, yeah. Is gotcha. The, Elvis starts at number one, because it's the first thing we put on here. All right. Yep, Elvis, start. number one. Okay. Number one. And, okay. of right. course, I think the next thing we should pitch for this list is Jesus Christ. He died. He, he yeah, came he, back. <laughs> he, then he just left. Right. We so can I, rank Jesus him. Jesus can be on the list, but he's got to go at the bottom. Because no. that, that's, okay. that's a sucky kind of immortality. Famous for dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he Jesus did come Christ back, so but typical. then he just quit the game. Like Nick said, he's he all f Yeah, he ascended. Like he, he didn't stay on Earth. He's not around. He's not here. He's smarter than us. Where'd he go? So, uh, Johann Krauss is an ectoplasmic being, right? Uh, he yeah. wears a suit that allows him to touch and interface with stuff. But later on in the BPRD series, he gets a human body back and he is immediately goes to like, like turns into a huge hedonist because he hasn't like eaten or uh, he hasn't jerked fucked. off or drank alcohol or whatever in so long. He that like he wants to experience all of human pleasure all at once so much, and so like he is a very like uh, powerful and like rational and really good character but i wonder if all that is all because he can't uh drink booze and get laid so how mm. good is it you know so what oh yeah are we being ranking? being a sack of goo in a body yeah like he's he's like a, a sack of goo in a body being, yeah, yeah. 
Being I would rate it pretty low. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna it rate it seem that below nice. Elvis. That has a stack of goo in their sinuses right now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're being piloted Extremely around. Killable. Yeah, I'm being piloted around by a bunch of snot. Uh, all right, so he's gonna go under Elvis. Yeah, I think that's he should another... be at the bottom. I don't know. That's another. Um, we said he's gonna stand the bottom. That's yeah. That's, the, the that's gonna be Bender the base. He's is, always yeah, in the they bottom. They do that. Where when Bender turns human, he immediately is like, "Wow, I didn't know tasting things tasted so good." Which is funny because <laughs> the whole bit with Bender is like that he is already a huge hedonist, even though he doesn't experience any. He just does it for fun. Like mm-hmm. he's smoking cigars and stealing stuff, and uh, and like you know drinking alcohol just because. Even though he's as a robot, he he's kind of beyond that. But yeah, then when he, he turns human, he's like, "Oh, I need all of this stuff right now." But so the technically right. deathless thing. This is uh, Koshay the deathless. He is a warrior who wanted wanted to be immortal, and so he went to the Baba Yaga mm-hmm. for that. And the Baba Yaga is like, "Okay, I'll make you immortal, and I'll do that by plucking out your soul. And I'm going to put your soul in a duck, and I'll put that duck inside a chicken, and I'll put that uh, chicken inside a goat, and I'll put that goat at the bottom of the ocean, and so, which is already and too complicated. Then she'll mail that goat to herself, yeah. and she'll smash <laughs> it with a hammer. Yeah. So wait, so if someone just killed the goat, wouldn't they just? Yeah, but how are you gonna fucking get to the goat? Well, why? What I'm just saying is, why do all the chicken and duck stuff? Because it's the Baba Yaga. She's like too complicated. It's her. She's an. uh, She's she's, stupid. She's the grandmother of the witches. She counts spoons. She lives in a chicken leg house. She. This is the kind of way she is. She she flies around in a mortar, mortar and pestle. Yeah, exactly. What? (laughs) That's real. Uh, That's the the thing she's flying around in. Baba Yaga flies around in a mortar, mortar and pestle. Uh, okay, so you're technically deathless, so you're yeah. immortal forever un- unless the goat dies. So your your soul is but just like around. the Baba Yaga is keeping it alive. She's keeping him around just to use him as a puppet. Yeah, and if if the goat dies, she is probably just gonna put him in another goat. Yeah, because the soul is what's uh, there. Uh, yeah, and so can like, the but goat I think just that die would of suck. like normal means? Like I don't a, think so. A rock falling or something? Cause this or is like, no, like, because this is like she's... fairy tale rules, Cam. This is like fable rules, you know. Where it's like, yeah, because I feel take very everything secure. at face value. I feel gonna fine say, about a goat. Like, I don't think yeah. a goat in the ocean is gonna die. Yeah. Like, I think I'd be pretty secure uh, and like I'll be yeah. fine. No one's gonna want. Thing to is, kill though, me you're enough. not gonna be able to do anything. So I would rate it under ectoplasmic being. Well, I mean, like Koshe the Deathless can do stuff, but every time the Baba Yaga says, "I want you to do something," he does have to do it. Oh, which that sucks. Because yeah. like, it's like somebody yeah. else has control of your soul. That's low. It's yeah, I would same, rate it under ectoplasm. That's better than being goo. Jesus and God, I think being though. goo is really no, 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 miserable. No. I don't know. Yeah, you do. But at you least he do can get a body get to back. Keep your body. He can still eat food and come. Oh, so I think yes. being, <laughs> like being this goo is above really being bad. goo. It sounds yeah, like. Thank you. Having to listen this to the Baba Yaga is okay as long as you can drink and fuck. Okay, technically deathless. All right. Well remembered. That's not really immortality. That's what people talk about. Come on, That's, it's it's part of the bit. It's yeah, it's definitely relevant. All right, for sure. being well right. remembered. Being well remembered is being immortal in a different way. Like you know, but like, you're dead. So yes. I'm putting it under ectoplasm. Well, it's it's yeah. As far as effectivity on the effectivity curve, we should apply to this on a matrix. Look, but it's not a, not a very effective way of being immortal because you're dead. No, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I think it, it's relevant, but it's not great. I mean, it's, hey, what good does that do me? You know, it's yeah. nice that people are talking about me, but I'm dead. Mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah. You don't want your mighty works to live Jesus. on long beyond, uh, no, far he, beyond no. yourself? Fuck my no, mighty, died mighty works. They can despair <laughs> as much as they'd like. doesn't make a difference to me. So being infamous, though, is cool as shit. <laughs> being remembered for all the horrible things you did. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You're badass. Like Attila the Hunter Napoleon or whatever. Yeah, I think on. it's just yeah. better than being Let us well not remembered. go into examples, perhaps. <laughs> okay. yeah. Who's the coolest guy who did awful shit that we all remember? Uh, Look, Hitler, I think that infamous for the coolest. PS3 was okay. Mm. <laughs> never, no one will ever I don't, forget I don't think game. anyone on Earth has played it, so I think we're good, actually. <laughs> no, Wasn't it like one existed. of the most, one of the best-selling games of that, on Does that console? Does anyone here know someone who played that game? Yes. No. no. Oh, okay, never mind. No, I don't. <laughs> well, then the answer to the question is yes, because someone here... Okay, prove so, it. Someone who wait, played it. turn into an Iron Maiden. So we're talking about... Oh, uh, that's cool. We're talking about Ilsa... I think a lot of these are Ilsa just references to the comic yeah. book we read, right? Yes. That's yeah. Ilsa that Hopstein. Uh, that's cool. This was a trap, was it not? Like Hecate? Uh, yeah, that's Hecate. Hecate? Hecate? Hecate. Hecate is the hell. one who... Uh, yeah, that's this fucking sucks because it's like you have to get, die. You, climb into this Iron enemy. Maiden. Climb into this Iron Maiden, and you will be immortal. And then you climb into the Iron Maiden, and you just die. Like, and it's, it's double subservience too. Yeah. It's like this is lower than Jesus Christ. This sucks. Yeah, this is yeah. yeah. Iron Thank Maiden. Well, sucks. but the thing the is, the only thing worse than Jesus Christ. Hecate also <laughs> turned into an Iron Maiden. So yeah, we but be it's referring not, to Hecate. But Hecate that's was already too. immortal. She didn't need okay. this. <laughs> All right, fine. It's lower than Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank you. Sure finally, someone said it. It's lower <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is finally Christ. being <laughs> Jesus is finally beating Hecate on a list somewhere. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Abe, being a fish man, I could I could put this pretty high. I I think that no, uh, Abe Sapien's got it pretty good. Why is he immortal? He's he just is. Yeah, it's it's one of those things like where he it's not like it's not like a magic immortality or anything. He just he, just he is. is immortal. He can handle he can handle like things that would kill most normal book? people. Yeah, I Not think everyone. this is a lobster situation where he just hasn't died yet. He's like the only one of his kind, right? No, I think he's immortal. Why? Because he just never died. Because he's yeah. got the um. He has an age. I'm, stuff when, I'm um, immortal. Who gives a shit? <laughs> when uh, he he doesn't age, and a lot of things that would kill normal people don't kill him, and he can communicate with the evil frogs that get summoned in in this. By the uh, yeah. you know from the deathless He'd... beyond and all that stuff, which leads me to believe that he is like part of their race in some way. Like mm. maybe he was a guy who got turned into one of those creatures. Yeah, it, the pod says ichthyosapien or yeah. something like that on it. So he's just literally fish man. Mm-hmm. But like being a fish man, I think is honestly a pretty good life. It seems fine. Yeah, he dreams of fish. Yeah, Abe Sapien is the coolest. Yeah, he dreams of fish. And that's he doesn't a chill dream. seem like he has to like. You know, he's not like one of those guys who's like, oh, I need water all the time. No, he's, he's not thirsty. He's fine. <laughs> he likes to swim, but he's, yeah. he's fine. Yeah, he's not thirsty all the time. Yeah, I hate, we I all know hate a guy. it. I hate it when I know a guy. Every, like, every crew has a guy who's like, like oh, oh I need water. <laughs> oh, I need water. Guys, I'm dehydrated. Like, whatever, dude. Oh, I haven't had water in like a month. Whatever, dude. Shut up. <laughs> All right, the next one. <laughs> water in like a mug. The next one is like a fucking classic. Head in classic. jar. Classic. Head in a jar. Head in jar. Doesn't. I would sound rate it great. under being a fish man, but mm-hmm. it's pretty cool to be a head in a well, jar. I think, I think, I, it I think be it's cool better than, than being. Uh, no, it's worse than being ectoplasm, probably. 
Yeah, you think so? I think it's right under ectoplasm. Yeah, you, have, you can't do you don't anything. have the freedom of movement. I mean, like you, you can, can eat, but all your food is gonna be wet. Wait, can they eat? No, I don't know. I feel like no. you just get nutrients from something. But the thing in about Futurama, being a head they in a eat jar... like fish flakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you eat fish flakes, but they probably. like it though. So <laughs> they like fish flakes. Uh, they like it more than <laughs> the fishmen. <laughs> I feel like being a head in a jar, like, as long as you, like, can manipulate machinery like so many head in a jars do. And I'm a big fan also of the brain in a jar from, like, a lot of mm. old science fiction stuff. Brain in a jar just feels like, you know, a lot of the things that bother a normal person wouldn't be a problem for you, you know? Yeah, like I think this just... is right under ectoplasmic being, I think. Yep. Because they can go around. Mm -hmm. I head so in a jar is a great... Yeah. Advisory capacity too. You can, you're always the the guy telling people, "Hey, you probably shouldn't do that." But what do I know? I'm a head in a jar. All right, drink her magic right. spring. I can't no, think uh, that it's that uploaded rocks. to that a computer. Uploaded to computer. Oh, uploaded to sorry. computer. I sorry, I'm cutting things out and then putting them down on the list. Oh, uploaded okay. to computer sex shit. I don't know. I don't want to. Be, yeah, I, it would be I don't less be than being technically right deathless. Now, so. I think. <laughs> I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> You'd like to be in there. You'd yep. be added to an AI. I would like You'd to be swim like, around in there. They would scrape your consciousness <laughs> you to be to part around. of an AI trading model. You're ass Jeeves. Oh, man. You'd be, uh, I'd fucking you'd be kill to be Jeeves. I'd stab a guy in a limo to be Jeeves. <laughs> Shit. Um, this is bad except for when Sigma from Mega Man X does it. Because mm. he does he it in a way that a is kind time. of like Rasputin where he sucks and gets killed all the time. But he's just like, well, you can't really kill me because I'm not real that's pretty I'm good and like are we talking is ultron one of these like he's i was thinking like glados ultron can Shodan, totally do that like that yeah, kind of deal yeah yeah, 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 yeah just totally. keep re-uploading your conscious i think this is right head in i mean ectoplasmic being really nails like the you're alive forever but that's your existence the middle is ground whack mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's kind I, of I think better that's our or baseline. worse than that yeah mm -hmm. i guess mm -hmm. it is it is it I think it's I think it's better I, I think it's better than head in a jar because you technically have okay. more freedoms. But I think it's you, better than ectoplasmic because you you don't have to feel pain and like you don't die really. Like ectoplasmic can be destroyed. Mm -hmm. Like you need something to hold yourself together if you're ectoplasm because you, you're more than a yeah. ghost. You know, like if if you don't have like that suit or whatever you're holding you together, you're just like you're just like like vapor floating yeah, around. I think yeah. it's good right there. It's a, I think and it's not right. the cool kind of turning into mist like when Dracula does it. Oh. <laughs> it's like it's like a sucky kind of turning into a mist where you can't go back without help. I could turn into oh. mist, but then oh, only really? once. <laughs> uh, drink from a magic spring. I think that, that might that be rocks. top tier. That's yeah. the best. Because you, you're just you, and you just drank some And you get to have a little drink. Cool it water. Yeah, the, uh, yeah you, I gotta you're say, not thirsty the, anymore. The way that you become immortal, drinking from a magic spring, seems like the most hassle-free kind of thing. No deals, <laughs> no like scams, oh. no extra processes. Can I throw no an curses. Yeah. Um, Achilles. Can we get Achilles right under magic spring? So that's kind of like Invincible, right? Invincible, hmm. mm. but like only. Show? Yeah, it's, it is kind of like Invincible. I think <laughs> no, I think he was invincible, but not immortal. Yeah. All right. So if that doesn't count, well, he was killed very famously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Well, what is it? Some problem with his foot or something? Who I don't know. I didn't finish that story. <laughs> didn't finish it. It seemed like it was going well. So. If you're right, doing dip your baby mind. in something, you got to dip the whole baby. You don't have to baby. put that in. <laughs> that yeah, if you dip the whole baby. Chocolate. Yogurt. <laughs> All right. 
Dark Souls disease. Yep. All right. This one, I could, on this I could one. easily do Dark Souls disease. This one is very up high for me. Yeah. It's very it's top tier for, for you. Okay. Yeah, so, As like, who okay. just beat Dark Souls today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> for yeah, for the third time. Uh, All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so the thing about the, the, the curse of the undead, or the scourge of the undead, or however you, or you say which, it. Depending right? on the game it is. Yeah, depending on the game. So the thing about being undead in Dark Souls is that you get to keep your human body and everything that goes with that, but the the only thing that can really happen to you is you can go hollow, which you is turn like... turn into beef jerky. Yeah, you turn into beef jerky and your mind, like withers away and you become like a mindless yeah. being but that only but happens you if you lose die. your purpose mm-hmm. and ah. anything could be my purpose right like shuffling what cards really is. fast could be my purpose uh yeah. going for a nice walk could be my purpose eating Banging every brats. kind of egg in the world could be my t- purpose you know <laughs> like i could have i could have all kinds of purposes i feel like this is great you know so okay so i would put it under drink from a magic spring yes but I'm there not are sure more c- there are more problems oh, it's, than it's drinking from a magic Fishman. spring it's under fishman you think under I fishman think. i mean g- like the threat of going hollow is real if i uh, if i get a little depressed as a fishman i don't lose my mind forever yeah, yeah okay. so yeah if i if you just talk to a guy too many times it could happen yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah that was good uh all right adrenochrome <laughs> So, uh, I see no problem with drinking the blood of children. Yeah, this is good, I think. <laughs> this is really good. Morally not great. Well, I don't know. Uh, well, there is a con here. It says have to go to the Clinton's parties. Yeah, you got to. You got to. I think that's a pro. Because you don't just. You don't. You can't just mm. become immortal with one adrenochrome thing, right? I feel like yeah. you got to keep really, getting. You got to. Do re-up. we have a Dracula on here? Dracula's we on the don't. list, right? What? No, we could put Dracula. That's we'll we'll most... save him for last. Just be, I think vampire. Pretty, pretty bottom. You got to do bad things. Directly, yeah. you can do good. The adrenochrome things. sucks. It, it like okay. like so you is got that th- less than turn into an Iron Maiden or yeah. this no? is like this is above turn into an Iron Maiden because turn into okay. an Iron Maiden is just like a trap. Like it just sucks. What about Jesus Christ? Uh, this is below Jesus Christ. Okay, mm. moving up. <laughs> <laughs> Not such a bad idea after all. Yeah, that guy's that guy's got a, something going for him. He's going places. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Going deal with up. death. Now, when you make a deal with death, usually the idea is that he comes mm. to collect eventually. Some kind of Faust. Right. So I was thinking about there's there's a character in um, Sandman. Oh, he's this a side guy. character. Great, love this. And guy. he basically kind of makes up a, a bet, sort of, with death, where he's like, I just kind of don't want to die. And she's like, well, I mean, you tell me when you want to die and I'll take you. And then he just doesn't want to die. And basically he just avoids every ridiculous accident. And he's been around since the Ice Age. But the thing is, like, every time time they go and they're like, so you probably regret that wish now, huh? And he's like, no, I mean, you know, the last (laughs) hundred years was pretty awful, but who knows about the next hundred? And it's like, he's an optimist. He just wants to (laughs) keep going and he could just do it and he doesn't have to do anything about it. Yeah, there's a there's a really funny, like, kind of like checking in on this guy when, when, you know, every couple years and he's like, oh, you know, my wife died of the plague. Can you believe that plague we had? Oh, man, it was awful. And my wife, she died. Oh, well, next time. Next time I'll, I'll do better. Yeah. And it's like. Wow, damn, <laughs> that is some, mm-hmm. I guess on a long enough time scale, you can afford to just like kind of uh, have things I wash like over it. you. I think that's yeah. around better than Dark Souls. I'm better than Dark, I'm Dark Souls. Kinda, I'm, I'm kind of 
connecting this in with deal with the devil too. Because that's the same kind of thing, or kind of. But if we're told, uh, well, this well, one there's, doesn't there's have like no a downsides to this. All right, death so, is just like de- death is just like okay. Some I, I was gonna say if it's deal with the devil, then you do get a fiddle made of gold. So. Well, deal with death. Death is usually trying to teach a lesson when they do stuff mm-hmm. like this. Like, oh, do you think this would be so great or whatever? But like, and then you're like, you can, yeah, you is. can, yeah, you can prove them wrong. I think. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to do above or below Fishman? I want to say it's above, uh, below Elvis, above technically Deathwoods. I think it's still pretty good. Yeah, you think Bo- it's worse than Dark Souls? Uh... I don't think it's yes. worse than because you get to just be alive. You you, you like mm. the, you don't. There's no downside. I think it's better than Dark Souls. I think it's better than Dark Souls, but I'm not sure wow. if it's <laughs> real controversial on this Supreme. podcast to say that something's better than Dark Souls. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm saying it. Deal with death. I'll, I'm I'm fine with it around Dark Souls. I can see wherever that. you want it. All right, so we'll do it above Dark you Souls don't even under have Fish to be Man. A raisin, yeah, so be yeah. a fish man actually does seem to come with like upsides that others don't. Like, I'm happy that it's staying yeah, at the top. Because of you can, yeah, because you can. Yeah, you don't. You can't drown. It's yeah, a swim around. You can just be underwater. Yeah, you mm-hmm. can swim around. You can just be a guy swimming. So, All right, so be a lich or use a horcrux. Mm-hmm. This seems like you're just asking for it. Yeah, you Honestly. want to be undone. Oh yeah, and you get ugly. You become ugly. Mm-hmm. This is when bottom. you have a when you have a phylactery, when you have a horcrux, whatever you want to call it, you're putting a piece of your soul somewhere separate from you so if if somebody kills your body you're fine um and then your body can still be killed but then you come no no no. like what i mean is that your body is fine when something that would normally kill it does not because then the whole the whole piece isn't there you can't get rid of it Hmm. or your body can just like somebody can remake your body and your soul will go back into it yeah, yeah it's a, it varies based bottom. on the fiction. I don't know. This, this is this sucks because you're totally asking for it. Somebody is always going to find, no matter how deep you hide it, no matter how many goats you put it in. Like somebody's always going after it, <laughs> asking for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe we should put it under adrenochrome. Yes. Okay. Okay. Frozen in ice. Frozen in ice is like this is bottom. This sucks. This sucks. You're technically immortal. No, but you can come back. Don't freeze me in ice. But if you get unfrozen, <laughs> you can get thawed. If you get then, thawed, then you're, then you're just mortal, mortal again. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so under Horcrux. Under. And you have to take a really long piss too when you get unfrozen. Yeah. Probably. Hey, hey, where does Godhood <laughs> go on here? Where do you think mm. piss is coming from? Okay, we'll put that down. <laughs> Your body just generates piss. <laughs> Okay. All right. So where's Frozen? Uh, Frozen's it's on. It's a the, Disney the movie. Box. It came out a couple years. <laughs> I said where, not Fro- what. <laughs> Frozen is underneath Horcrux. Okay. You don't even really get to enjoy being immortal. No. Right. And then um, you have to learn um, like new TV shows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do uh, that. <laughs> where does Melty Haggard go? Uh, oh, I think we yeah. got a picture. <laughs> that should be pretty good. Uh, I think it's good where it is, actually. Above okay, all, right even the options for other <laughs> Yeah, things. not even part of the list. <laughs> Having it's no biological there. processes to keep track of should be somewhere in the middle because it's like you don't feel... It's un- We don't know what's going on with that. You don't, you don't have yeah, a whole so lot of the problems. Jellyfish, Your brain isn't big enough is to have the here. problems of almost anything else on this list, but it also means you don't get to experience the good things of anything it's else on this It's worse than head and jar, I think. I think that's a good place to put it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, you have no head to put in a jar. Yeah. No, gotcha. Um, amoeba mode. All right, vampire. Vampire, uh, you got to keep that. You got to re-up that, you know, like you got to collect every yeah. week or whatever. 
but mm. at the same but time you're sexy no yes. sunlight yeah that's a big con mm. yeah no sunlight gotta gotta drink blood no garlic on, on the other hand you can turn into mist and back which is immediately mm. bumps it above ectoplasmic <laughs> being i think for me yeah yeah i would how about under i could put it under elvis I could put it under elvis yeah yeah, you have not, a body, so to a it's better than technically deathless and uploaded to computer. Yeah. And you're sexy. Okay, cool. Oh, vampire. Yeah, that rocks. Because you can also kill yeah. people that are bad. Mm-hmm. You can be a good vampire. Yeah, but you, you could just be a good go vampire. You could be Morbius. All right, God, but how, do you feel, how do you feel stepping up to Mount Olympus? What's that like? Is this good? You got to deal with your, your shitty I family think that's top or whatever? Tier. I could go the That's distance. number one tier. Yeah, that that rocks. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to hard to argue with it. And oh, like, I gotta deal with Loki or whatever. You've it's just like, always okay, been fine. that way. Those you can do bad things, and then you're eventually probably forgiven unless you're like Sisyphus yeah. or something. All right, let's. Yeah, r- I'm gonna okay. run down the list. I'm gonna run down our immortality tier list. I don't list know. Here. I think. All right, hold on. Uh, just circle back to Godhood one more time, though. I think. Okay. That puts you at fate, fate worse than death territory. A lot of those stories end with people uh, in situations that might be worse than dying. Yeah, Prometheus doesn't have it good, but like he uh, he reached. I think there's some downsides there that we're not acknowledging. Well, they told him not to do that, and he did it. So So what I think they're like, don't give the mortals fire, and he did it. That's kind of what you would do. I think if you were a god, though. But I I mean, was Prometheus was a was a was like one of Olympus's own, right? And he steals fire from the gods to give to man. I'm pretty sure. So oh, is that a shitty alien movie? Yeah. It's not that bad. Like seven, <laughs> seven and a half out of ten. All right, Prometheus Five. is under Frozen, and no. <laughs> it's better than Frozen. No, it's better not. than Frozen. Not know. as good Frozen's as Dark Souls, good, I guess. I uh, Dark Souls. What are we Frozen talking about? Prometheus are ranking the three, the three movies about immortality. <laughs> what were we talking about again? Dark Souls, the movie. I think uh, we have the list. If you want to run, yes, run the list, so. and then I have a surprise at the end. Okay. We need so, to make this first segment longer. I know. I just thought of it. I want to do it. I'm sorry. So It'll be going from the bottom, we've got Turn Into an Iron Maiden at 19. No! Sorry. Turn Into an Iron Maiden at 19. Being Frozen in Ice at 18. Having a Horcrux or Phylactery at 17. Uh, drinking Adrenochrome at 16. Being Jesus Christ at 15. <laughs> Uh, this person has had a really eventful life. Being well remembered yeah. at fourteen, <laughs> infamous for PS3 at thirteen. That's better uh, than being well remembered. <laughs> <laughs> it's badass. Having cool no biological processes to keep track of at, at twelve, being a head in a jar at eleven, being an ectoplasmic being at ten, getting uploaded to a computer at nine, <laughs> uh, becoming technically deathless at eight, being a vampire at seven. Elvis at six, <laughs> Dark Souls disease at five, making a deal with death at four, be a fishman slash Loch Ness at three, drink from a magic spring at two, and achieving godhood at number one. And Melty Hagrid at number zero. <laughs> Listeners can't see that, so I didn't That's feel the need to. That's how to the best say. ways to okay. be immortal. All right, so I have, I've rigged up. I've rigged up by rigging up. I mean, I googled it one time. I have a random number generator from one to nineteen. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. We're gonna roll okay. the dice and figure out which ways that we're, we're all gonna, gonna roll be for our immortality. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Absolutely. So all Nick, right, you want to go first? Ready? Yes. This okay. is gonna be for Nick's the way that Nick is gonna be immortal. 
Come Number on. 11. Baba Yaga. Head in a jar. Oh, classic. I could do <laughs> head in a yeah. jar. That's Easy. Good in a jar. Easy. I, I'm, can, I'm in my shelf. lab. I've got, I'm running processes. And I'm walking around in a clunky robot body that makes a noise like this. <laughs> You've got your uh, You're coming with me. Yeah. You're Loud and cumbersome. All I right. have a decoy head somewhere that's not me. Oh, that's good. All right, Seb. Ready? Here it what goes. Up? Where am I? Oh, four. Deal with death. Oh, oh hell yeah. Easy. Wow. Easy living. Up. Close to the you top. Gotta, you just got to stay optimistic. You'll be all right. Yeah. All right, Alex. Lay it on me. Two. Two. Whoa, spring. Magic, magic spring. Magic spring. Oh. Nice, nice, nice. This is not looking good for me. I'm seven. Vampire. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. You get to be I sexy. We all yeah, we all got uh, Yeah, yeah we, we got, got pretty good. good. I, I was hoping yeah. for Elvis, though, personally. <laughs> <laughs> you roll Elvis. Uh, you were and are Elvis. <laughs> Well, we will be back after this break with our episode on Hellboy. Yeah, it's Pac-Man. How are you guys doing so far tonight? Great. I, I think that was a stuffy. great first segment. Yeah, I think that's going to be a fun one. It was a fun one. I always want to do really... be very bad and the future of mankind will hang in the balance you've got to do something we can't only hellboy from mike Mignola and guillermo del toro comes the newest chapter in the hellboy animated series over here ugly from another world. You need to get out more. She's alone in the world. I want to help her. I need to care for her. You're in love. Have a beer. 
Oh, my body is a temple. Well, now it's an amusement park. No, no, no. The glandular ballast. Just shut up and drink it, would you? What track? Eight. Can't smile without you. I know. Yep, I'm going to need a beer, too. Well, you see, I love this song. And I can't smile. Or cry. I think I have no tear ducts. I wish father were here. He'd know what to tell you. Us. everyone please don't listen to this your life depends on it the show where we do something different every week this week we read hellboy seb this episode had been a long time coming is that right yeah i'd been thinking about it for a while and then um i think you and i a few months ago had kind of like mentioned it like doing a double feature like oh we'll do this and then we'll do the the movie for a hazmat mm-hmm. or something like that because um, you don't really need an excuse to read hellboy it's just good you know no. but yeah it's just good but um there are, like, to have that extra little, oh, and we can do it hazmats as well, makes it, like, gives us an excuse, like, to, to like, really dig into it. Yeah, up until recently, I think there was not really any bad uh, Hellboy media. Yeah, it's true. They really, uh, uh, well, <laughs> unless you count the games. I Which think is the games incredible. Are bad. Yeah, okay. Oh, God, they made yeah. games. Mm-hmm. What they, around, like, the t- around the times that the movies were coming out. They made games, yeah. so there's like a Hellboy. PS2 I mean, that's game. that's just a thing like that that was happening at the time. Anything that had a movie at the time got a a bad, you know, shovelware licensed game. Yeah, totally. Um, so that's not even that bad, that big of a deal, you know. Um, but uh, so I read this series. I think I was coming off of finishing Sandman and Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Um, which came out, uh, so Sandman started in the late 80s, I yeah. think, um, like 88 or 9 or something like that. Um, so it's, it is very like late 80s, early 90s media, um, but it is, you know, pretty timeless. People still like it a lot. You know, there's the, the recent um, series that just came out. Yeah, Neil um, Gaiman is a very writerly style about him. He's, he yeah. loves his, his kind of flowery, fable-like stuff. Yep. And this comes from a very um, it, different... Yeah, but it's still kind of along the same lines of every myth is real, everything mm-hmm. is interconnected type of stuff. Right. So if you like Sandman, you will probably like Hellboy. Um, it is more action-y. Um, it is all one artist, um, I think, except for some spin-off stuff. 
Yeah. Um, so he hands off to other artists. To compare the two things is that um, when you're talking about a myth, a fairy tale, or a fable, uh, there is often a story of a human, like someone like us, a human or a warrior or whatever, who meets with a mystical being, and the mystical being has weird rules and speaks in a strange way. Dream, mm. the protagonist of Sandman, is one of those mystical, mystical beings. Being. And Hellboy, even though he's weird and has the giant right hand and is red and all that, is the everyman. Hellboy is the guy. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like, weirded out by it, you know, usually. But he is mm-hmm. certainly coming from it from the from the perspective of, you're going to have to explain this to me because I don't know everything. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, yeah. Look They're like, like you're the guy. This, and he's like, what? I don't yeah. know what's going on. I don't really care that I'm the guy. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to know that he's the guy. Yes, that's um, a, I love that about him yeah, as a character. Yeah, but uh, so I, I came off of reading Sandman and and its spinoff Lucifer. Lucifer is one of my favorite um, uh, comic series, um, and I was like, I need more of this. And um, Nick lended me uh, or lent me his copies of the first few um, volumes of uh, trade paperbacks of, of Hellboy, and I ate it up um accidentally destroyed one of his copies i don't know what happened with that it's the fine. glue f- fell out of the fucking binding but um the so i then we're not, good. we're not especially nice and the new ones they no. have the library editions though that's new as of 10 I have years li- ago the library yeah, editions. i have the library edition no. of hellboy in hell yeah. which is and then now nice. if you're just reading hellboy now and you like pick up the first few and you end up really liking it Save up and go for the omnibuses because those things are mm-hmm. gorgeous and they are huge. Yeah, my only thing with omnibus editions for any comic is they are too huge. It's I can't really walk around read. with them. Like it's too t- yeah, it's too oh, big to like lend it. out like and it's like too all. big to I, I like walk around with. Well, I don't. Why am I yeah. holding a damn dictionary trying to read it? <laughs> oh, I yeah, love it. I do have the giant Hellboy in Hell mm-hmm. uh, version, but yeah, so I I ate those up. Um, I am still missing number seven and number 12 number 12 was the last one of the original run um and i haven't read any of the spin-offs um Hellboy like on its Ape own Sapien. is really good the ape sapien oh, yeah. spinoff is good bprd is uh good but they're all good in different ways because the thing yeah. that's nice about hellboy uh, uh, is that it is it gets to be mike mignola's creative vision totally mm-hmm. like he designed this character on a napkin at a convention in 1991 or whatever and is that right? And he's like, yeah. There's a, the Something the like sketch that, yeah. is really great. It's in the back of one of these books, because um, mm-hmm. it doesn't really look like Hellboy that much yet. The coat is there, mm-hmm. and the shaved off horns are there, but a lot of the other stuff is different. But then um, he like became more uh, like himself as time went on. And originally, yep. Hellboy was going to be a part of this shared universe with these other creators that he was working with at Dark Horse. Yeah, he, he says it was going to be a team book. Yeah, a team book. Um, and it ends up, uh, yeah, a team book is basically, yeah, yeah. It, it's what it sounds like. It's like a char- bunch of characters in a team. So he's not like the only character. It's like the team is the character, yeah. not Yeah, And they, the they eventually guy. kind of worked away from that. Like, like he got he got to do, one of the things that Mike Mignola loves more than anything, and I hope I'm pronouncing his name right, because I've actually never heard it out loud. Um, that's how I say it. Right. It shouldn't uh, be Mignola, right? Yeah, Mignola. But um, Mignola. One of like the great Mignola. things about his Mignola. One of the great things about his like what he wants to do with this is that you know he's always owned Hellboy himself. He's not owned by Dark Horse Comics. He's owned by Mike oh. Mignola. So he gets to do what he wants, and his favorite thing 
was researching all these old legends and fables and stuff like that. So he's like, you know, wouldn't it be cool if Hellboy fought the Baba Yaga? Or, like, wouldn't it be cool if Hellboy went here and did this place? Like, like Edward Kent Witchfinder or whatever. Like, he, he's going to go meet, interact with this the ghost of this English guy who was an occult investigator. Like, all this really fun, specific stuff. And Hellboy slots really well into these kinds of stories because he is so, like, like just not so much used to it all, but willing to get involved in whatever. Or not not just that kind of thing, um, but because Mike Mignola has creative control over the, everything, a dark horse can be like, hey, do you want to do some stuff about young Hellboy? And that's actually a series that yeah. ended up happening. Yeah, definitely. But earlier on, they were like, do you want to do a short about like young... Too. Yeah, uh, they were like, do you want to do a thing about young Hellboy? And he was like, no, not really. So he did like a two-page comic about like baby Hellboy <laughs> eating a pancake like the um the military guys were like just eat the fucking pancake man so he ate the pancake and he liked the pancake and then everybody in hell who's watching him is like he'll never come back now <laughs> he ate the pa- he liked the pancake and it it was i th- i think about that a uh, bit all the time you like it a pancake um, but yeah it's it's just like it gets to be serious and dark and it gets to be lighthearted and fun um in that kind of like I wouldn't say cynical, but just kind of like yeah. a... There are lots uh, of one-panel things that, that get way. posted around places. Like, the one I see all the time is, hey, is that a monkey? Watch out, he's got a gun. And then yeah. the monkey's shooting the gun. <laughs> I saw that yeah, all the time. That one. I saw, hey, don't mess with me, lady. I've been drinking with skeletons. That's uh, one of my favorite panels. Yeah, like, a lot of really good stuff coming out of, like... And, you know, this, may, that, this makes it sound like a, a wacky comedy, but, like, all of this stuff is just, like, you're so in at that time that it doesn't feel weird or yeah there's like a guy named lobster johnson oh he rules lobster johnson yeah he's great he's like a um like a u.s military special agent and he just brands people with a lobster he does the old thing how like the shadow would punch people and leave the imprint of the skull on them Mm -hmm. uh or the phantom did that one of one of the old pulp heroes did that and um the lo- so Lobster Johnson's version of it is he, like, has, like, a brand in his glove. So he'll, like, put his palm on their head and it'll leave a lobster claw image on their forehead after he's done with them. That's cool. Yeah, he's, like, the claw of justice. But, that like, it plays it so straight and you're just like, yeah, that just happens and it's, it's not even stupid. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, but And also, like, another thing that makes this all so good is Mike Mignola's art, art style, which is so iconic. you got the really, really mm-hmm. dark shadows everything really graphic yeah. style everything yeah, totally is, inspired he's so in much. love with the kirby crackle yes and it, he does it so everything well. looks like you're seeing it from a distance he doesn't do tons of details on anything but that's part of what makes it really no. good it looks super stylized and just like incredibly well inked like it, it's it's if you see something that's drawn by him you know it's drawn by him mm-hmm. just looks good it's yeah. it's, it's like yeah. that cell shading kind of stuff where it's just oh, always yeah. gonna look good this is not gonna yeah. feel dated. Like I'm reading, no. and y- you can't even tell. Like even though a lot of, I mean, it started out in the early to mid '90s, and we hadn't really um, transitioned to digital. All the inks were um, were done traditionally. So the thing is, you can't tell. Mm-hmm. Like whereas in something older, you can tell if the inks were done by hand a lot of the time. Yeah, um, which isn't a bad thing, but it's just got a grittier. Like you can see you know how the ink bled into the paper 
or you know where they lifted their pencil or some or their their pen or something like that and here it's it's just very graphic it's very flat um it, it's very clean yeah it looks great that's part of what drew yep. me to this was the the art style just being <laughs> consistent yeah. and good yep so while you're so, talking about it cam what did you think of hellboy um i thought it was great i think um like we like i was just saying the art style is really good and the the lightheartedness works great like there's a lot of other comic books around this time they're like kind of doing the like oh demons again uh you know oh shit or whatever like it's just like a bad kind (laughs) of like the humor in this is is better than uh yeah hellboy is snarky but he's not like Whedon type of exactly yeah, it's, it's like and that was starting to be yeah. in the water it's at the actually time kind of weird watching Buffy the was movies because out. I feel like they rostified him a little bit too much you know like they give him a little oh, bit no. of executive notes but the thing is like <laughs> they rostified him they, no, I'm just yeah, talking about like Poochie. the Poochie, the yeah. Poochie episode yeah. where they like give him like oh. they uh they somebody took the executive That's notes and they're funny. like well Hellboy likes to be snarky right like yeah, he's is he funny. like a sa- is he like a sassy character and he's not the movie kind of does He's that. He's just kind of like, ah, oh, geez. The movie does that, I think, because it plays to Ron Perlman's strengths as opposed to it being anything else. And I yeah. don't think that that's necessarily bad. I don't want to complain about the movie because it's actually pretty good. It's just different from the comic. Um, yeah, it, this made me want to watch those movies too, for sure. But um, <laughs> the the humor is good in this. It's, it's really light and kind of only Hellboy is kind of like a little bit funny. Like everyone mm-hmm. else is just kind of like very serious about it. Yeah, I really like the first volume. So we read two volumes. This, um, yep, Seed of Destruction and Wake the Devil, if I remember correctly. I had to Google yep. which one was volume one. <laughs> <laughs> Except it does say it on the spine. I didn't see that. I, I brought the wrong one. <laughs> it also says it on the front. No, it doesn't. At the bottom. Look! Look! It says Wake the Devil on it, right but on, it on the bottom. Not number one. one. The, yeah. Oh, There's no okay. Way Wake the I'm sorry. Number one or number yeah, two. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I, I was confused tiny, about what you're talking about. It says in a tiny letter here on the spot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You're correct. I, I very, like, two or three times brought the wrong one to like a chair or whatever. I was like, oh, this isn't the right one. <laughs> and I had to bring it back. It's not a fall of the comic. I just like they're all very stylized and like, wait, yeah, where's the thing? The, the volumes have yet. names. They're not. It's not like yeah. Hellboy Volume One. But yeah. um, I was really impressed because well, they're with the, named after the miniseries that's collected in them. Yeah, I was really impressed with story. the um, the first volume. I thought it was mm. it, it, weirdly. I have to compare this to uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen almost because like that's the mm-hmm. last yeah. recent that's the last comic. Those vibes. So like, I think that this way better set up a broad storyline instead of trying to tell like a short little adventure like i was kind yeah. of itching for the short little adventure which you get well kind of at the so end of the first volume one of the yeah one of the funny things about uh the short little adventures is that um mike Mignola was doing tons of those but the way it gets collected is a little weird so oh is that right yeah so oh, cool. t- uh, trade trade number one is seed of destruction that's issue one through four trade number two wake the devil that's issues seven through eleven uh, five and six are cute little short stories, but the reason they don't do that is because they don't want to split up the whole Wake the Devil five-issue thing uh, by including those other issues, like, just in the middle. Yeah, so what was happening was he had, like, his first miniseries, which was the first collection, and then between that, he was doing, like, 
other little yeah. dark like, horse presents issues. and uh yeah. advanced comics and all this shit so like you'd buy yeah, like weirdly... an anthology and you'd and you'd get a little hellboy story in there and some of those are really good uh in particular the one that he did like his second ever hellboy story officially the wolves of saint august about uh, mm-hmm. a possible werewolf infestation in an old european town is really good and it's just a short little story it's really nice there's a priest from Saybrook, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, I could tell that um, like it was missing something, but I I liked that it was so focused on the broader story of it. Like mm-hmm. I yeah, thought that it, the first volume really sets up some like, oh yeah, big mysteries like, of like there's that you like won't find out about until ooh, later. Yeah, here's how Hellboy was brought into this world, and like here's who did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you don't know why or, Uh like, and you don't, like Seb mentioned earlier, like, you don't know what he did from ages, like, basically, like, his whole life. Yeah, exactly. Eight to, like, like, 50. Like, you don't know what happened. He's a paranormal investigator. This isn't his first mission that we see him on. He's and it's been so doing, great so that weird. nobody's like, oh, and we're bringing this big red guy along. They're like, yeah, it's Hellboy. Like, you bring yeah. Hellboy with you. It's yeah, he's been like, around. And, just fine you know, with the, the, other, the other stories go back to what he was doing, you know, in between before all... all the Cavendish Hall stuff. Like, there's, like, stuff you need to read after Cavendish Hall, which is the first series, um, and then stuff you can read anytime. Um, so it'll be like, oh, this is what he was doing in 1961, and you're like, 1961, he was, like, 17, and he looked like that. <laughs> apparently he has... Yeah, like, apparently he, like, grew up within, like, eight or ten years to look yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like Goku sense. just suddenly... I was going to say, yeah, it, it is like Goku <laughs> yeah. a lot. It's like, oh, I'm basically an adult now. <laughs> and that should tell yeah. you how good of a character that Hellboy is that we're comparing him to Goku immediately. That's true, yeah. yeah it rocks. And it's uh, yep. what makes this so good is that how simplistic it is. Like, he mm-hmm. was created somehow. We don't know as of these two first volumes why he was created or, like, what... What the we, greater what plan he is. is or whatever yeah. like he's just like a guy like for reading the first couple of pages i was like oh one of these guys is going to get turned into hellboy and <laughs> i that's so it's completely wrong i also thought that an important part of his origin is him sawing off his horns i thought that was his whole thing of like he rejects his demon origin but it, that is true but but no he's poofed into right existence there. and he doesn't have the horns yeah because he hasn't, well, he hasn't grown, grown them yet, them yet. Yeah. yeah but he's grown stubs that are cut yeah. off like look like they've been cut off mm-hmm. no there's a i, I thought the, the part where he's are they them nubs off is in this they're nubs they're nubs i thought they're first, like I think. cylinders still but maybe i'm wrong I was like oh i thought this is like an important part of like, yeah his I, whole have, identity. I, I don't know but I maybe i missed that detail uh, you can't really see that on the resolution of my baby. mind. Yeah. Move He's got little horns, I guess. Yeah. Move your finger. It's fine. It's there. Yeah, yeah. You can't see it on this drawing. Okay, I thought they were still, yeah. the, like, it looked like you already broke them well, off. But... Not to gotcha, but I had that page No, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I, I think it's important <laughs> to the story. Um, I love... Yeah, but every time later on he grows the horns back, it's because somebody's trying to make him do demon shit. Exactly. And he's like, and no. And he's like, no, I don't, don't want to do that. that and he breaks them off. This sucks. Yeah. But that's, um, I mean, we're going to have to talk about that. I mean, it's not really spoilers, but, like, um, the... Spoilers the, for 30 years yeah, ago. I mean, <laughs> it's even if you're going to read it, I wouldn't consider it, like, it ruins, like, the whole thing for you. But, no, like, the second, or the, I don't know which one it is. The, the, the volumes that we read, are, like, greatly yeah. hinder on this guy brought him from hell Hinge. or whatever. Yeah. Hinge, sorry. Uh, um, yes, Rasputin. and like he's like you're meant for this purpose, and Hellboy's like no, I don't want to do that. So like his horns perfectly define 
that aspect of his character. Like he, like you're born to do this thing, and he's like, no, I'm not doing it. So he shows that by cutting them off or breaking them off, and it, it's just a really cool um, aspect of his character. And I just love that of like, there's so many stories about characters wanting to find out their destiny and their purpose and yada yada yada. Like we talked about that with our in- immortality chat earlier and it's hellboy's just like no i'm good with what i am why do i need to know my greater yeah. purpose my greater and purpose there's is probably a, bad, there's that great so. um conversation he has with kate corrigan where he's he's like they were talking about my destiny in there and i sleep really good not knowing what that is about yeah, like, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of sick to not know what my destiny <laughs> yeah. is actually <laughs> sounds great yeah i'm kind of with them on that but um <laughs> Yeah, I like the fish man. I wish he had more to do in this, but mm-hmm. I mean, he. This is the, only the first two volumes. I he gets to swim underwater a little bit. Yeah. I honestly Ape wish Sapien. I had. Yeah, he shows up more. Ape Ape and Liz are two thing. great characters who don't really get to shine in the Hellboy series. Yeah, exactly. Because they're they, like this because girl it's his story. Pyrotechnic abilities. I'm like, oh, sick, and then you don't get to see her do anything in the first two. But yeah, yeah, you know, it's a slow burn story, of, which is great. Mm-hmm. Like Seb was talking about, this was originally conceived as much more of like a you know, a team of people go yeah. into every mission and like you're, you're following the team and what they do. But at, he's like, Oh, actually I really like the personal journey of Hellboy. So the team stuff became its own thing somewhere else. And that's where you get the ectoplasm man I was talking about. And Roger who doesn't show up in this, but is a homunculus uh, who they find. Yeah. He shows up later on. He's I mean, he, I he actually, that's him in um, the, uh, oh, the second him. volume. That yeah, Liz Liz Sherman uh, accidentally activates that guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Roger, and you deal with him more later on. Mm-hmm. And he's actually a cool guy. He's he's a he's good a guy. He's a really cool character. I love. <laughs> yeah. Him. He, I like what the chain he did coming cool. from his dick. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. He's got. Oh yeah, he's what? just always got that like. One of the uh, one of the people thing. in the BPRD tries to make him put on pants. Uh, in the, in, and he does, and it just looks like he has a huge boner because he has yeah, this like, wooden insane. block. <laughs> you can't have that. And they're like, all right, actually take the pants off. That's way worse. <laughs> it's worse with pants on. He's just got a permanent chastity yeah. belt. But yeah, I thought it was great. I liked the the mix of all the um, supernatural and I mean, we can't even really say realism, but there's some realism in there, or like timelines and like World War II. Well, and it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it, it suggests a reality that is similar to our own. Yeah, and it's not even. I mean, because Nazis were doing weird occult shit. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And it's so not talked about in the book, which is so great. Everyone's not like, oh, what? So this guy's magic? It's like, yeah, Yeah. this guy's magic. We gotta go get him. And, you know, when someone's like, I will trade you, I will give you uh, your heart if you can find me an apple that's the size of the moon or whatever, like all this fairy tale logic (laughs) stuff, it's never like. Oh great! I got myself into this again. Oh, it's like yeah. one of those days. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, I guess I got to do that. It's 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 you're being told a myth in some ways, and that's really cool. Yeah, I really liked um, Hellboy's inner monologue about how much pain he's going through a lot of the time. It yeah, was really that's funny. something that like, they drop. I'm wondering if it's, so. These this first series, Seed of Destruction, right, came out in 1994. And I'm thinking about what was around at the time. And the, the, the speaking in captions kind of came into vogue in the 80s. And it was still mm-hmm. around at the time. Like, it, it, But over time, captions became captions as thought bubbles became uncool. And people stopped doing that. Uh, that's and hmm. yeah, and I don't know. Like some, It works for some comics. I actually do really like it in Seed of Destruction. But when they stop it, 
one of the things that I think about with Hellboy is that a lot of the time it's a really quiet comic. Like, people aren't always talking. People aren't always doing narration or things like that. There's a lot of, like... And it's not, like, silent, but it, you can take in, like, this scene, you know? You can look at the I art. Yeah. That they, there, there is a lot of dialogue in some of these scenes, but I think they do... When there's, like, an action sequence or something... They let you sit with the images a little bit more. Right. Yeah, it's balanced. Mm. I didn't yeah, think about that. Is. But, uh, yeah, like, it was great. I'm yeah. sure any more of my thoughts will come up in other impressions, but it was really fun. I want. Yeah. I know, like, time constraints. I wanted to read more of this, but I, I kept bringing yeah. it to work, and then I actually had to work, so I couldn't get through yeah, it. Yeah, well, um, I mean, Damn. you can hang on to the, to the – I gave you five, right? And you yeah. read two. So the, the next one, three, has a bunch of little stories. It's called The Chained Coffin and Others. And uh, yep. that one, ha- that, that one has fun. some really good stuff. Has the wolves of Saint August. That one has the werewolves. Yeah, the I could see myself going through that. At the, um, I, and it's, then it's fun. With four and five, they get back into more of like a like really be- stuff like that ties into Hellboy's like origins and mythos and stuff like that. Yeah, I really liked the overarching story of like I brought you into this world to help me bring it out the new world. Hellboy being like, no, fuck you, and then everyone <laughs> yeah. like killing yeah. that guy. He's like, no, I'm here to do this and everyone's like mm, yeah now i love you're, you're how it. they combine demon shit and like hp lovecraft shit i think yeah. that's yeah. so great there's that's a lot all of that in the dracula it's stuff, all in all together dracula and dracula story. yeah oh it's so fun but uh yeah let's yeah let's everything going. is real in this which is great so alex what did you think of hellboy um, I enjoyed it. I uh, am maybe the most comics skeptical skeptical of the folks on the, the show. Uh, we've read a lot of them for the podcast, though, so I've mm-hmm. kind of gotten a feel for. You're building up a pretty, my... a pretty decent like uh, library like uh, reference point for knowledge here. Yeah, it's still kind of outside my zone as far as like what people can do with the medium, mm-hmm. but um, I like kind of the balance that this these books strike um it can get a little expositiony but i like that it's not uh super wordy like i i we were talking about this the other day when we met up but uh uh, from hell is a very wordy book Mm -hmm. and there's not often a lot of action to punctuate that this book is kind of a little bit more of a middle ground where you get cool like whole pages of a a fight sequence to break Mm -hmm. up some of the like talking about Lovecraftian demons and vampires. Yeah, there's some stuff. serious exposition in this. Because, I found myself glazing over it a little bit. Because Mignola is the artist as well as the writer, you get the idea that sometimes things happen because he really wants to draw them. And uh, <laughs> in the back of the, one of those books, I want to say it's in the back of um, Wake the Devil, maybe, he has a note where he's like, I learned two things in, ni- in 1992 or whatever when I did my first Hellboy one- short. And that is one that he needs the coat to help work the design because the long coat makes it so that when he jumps, you see the tail in one place and the, the tails of the yep. coat in the other. And that makes him look really dynamic. And the other thing I learned is that I really love drawing gorillas with cyborg parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think going off of that a little bit, I think uh, Hellboy is such a striking design. I oh, mean, yeah. I, of course, had, had seen him before I had read this comic book because they made yeah. movies and I on the internet and stuff um but i love the oh. like big fucking uh stone arm that he's got oh, that's and so cool cut off yeah, the right hand with no explanation tail. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Mike really loves to draw him standing around with that coat and his shoulders just like slope. Yeah. He just has this he's pose got, that slouched. he loves to draw him in on every cover. And like yeah. I'm not I'm not a huge like like comics theory guy. Like I said, I don't know a ton about what makes a good comic book, but uh, I really like the use of color in all of these. I think it's oh, awesome yeah. that oh, Hellboy is big and red, so we'll use that to contrast with. I don't think he's the colorist usually. Actually. Everything still, else. Yeah, he's such a bold. But yeah, red he he definitely is like yeah, I like this in color and that. Every, and the, just like, even though the colors are different, he's never like maroon. This, he's consistent. like just yeah. stark. No, he's red. always red. Flipping through this, it's like every panel where he appears, it pops, and then every panel where he doesn't appear is usually like a. Uh, blue or a kind of a more muted color so you get to see mm-hmm. like oh Unless something is exploding which yeah. happens a lot <laughs> oh like here's hellboy your eye is drawn right to the action which is mm-hmm. great um i really like i think the the opening for this is really good cutting between <laughs> there you, you know, go like, this is who made this? this so this is uh, oh, sorry like i didn't mean to the original sketch yeah, then, Nick, of course, has yeah. to break into talking about this. So. Yeah, sorry. We, sorry about did that. a fan make this, or did somebody us. actually make No, it was make... like a real statue they made. It's like 200 bucks. Oh, that's, mer- oh, that's cute. Original art. He looks so stupid. It looks so I great. It's a really good design. He has like a fish hanging from his belt and a crab. All right, it's I'm so going to cut this yeah. part out. But Yeah, uh, sorry. Right. I, d- I really uh, didn't think that we'd all jump no, to you talking won't. about it. I just wanted to put it in there. We're excited to talk about Hellboy. Sorry. I really like the beginning of this is a great hook. I think cutting between simultaneously between like the crazy occultist Nazi summoning ritual and the like American soldiers who found Hellboy later is really cool. Um, I love the stupid picture that they take where they're all crouching in front of little baby Hellboy sitting there. It's mm. so and They show yeah, it a couple awesome. times in this. It's like old school picture and he's just like, uh? <laughs> yeah, that's what rocks um, about it, is like, oh, I immediately want to know the forty years that he was hanging out with these guys. Yeah, and I, they, I, they do this like right at the beginning, so I, I think it's funny and I like it. But the fact that they, his name is Hellboy because they're like, this is a demon from hell, and he's like, he looks like a boy, Hellboy. Hellboy. Hellman when he, he grows never up into a Hellman. huge old guy and like nobody ever says like aren't you a little old to be hellboy it's but no yeah. it totally works perfectly because that's the name they gave him and he likes it so he's gonna yeah, keep it's it funny. forever it's yeah i didn't know that as like the or like i didn't know the details behind yeah. the origin of the character so i thought that that was pretty good mm-hmm. and then there's the um, the spirit medium lady who's freaking out because <laughs> she's <laughs> like oh there's a deep a literal demon just got summoned in front yeah. of me uh um, and uh, Cam was touching on it a little bit, but like I, uh, a thing I do enjoy in media is uh, a character who is able to be self-affirming in this. And it is cool to me that he rejects his destiny uh, because he thinks it's dumb. It's like it's it's great to be like, no, I actually want to do this thing. It really, truly does not matter to me who I am or where I came from. And like that's all. That's good. Those are themes that I really vibe with. Yeah, and he's not, like, angsty about it like a lot of, um, I mean, he's a little bit angsty about it, but he's he's more like, man, that sucks. I kind of hate that, rather than, l- like, a, who am I really? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I like, can't yeah, believe this. It's not you know, who like I want to be. Main characters and, might like, end that's up cool. I'm, I'm down for yeah. that. Um, Rasputin's cool. I like that they nuke him pretty much in the first volume. And then he's like, well, I'm still oh, no, kind of a spirit. Back. Yeah. Well, he's still back in the next volume. He's yeah, just he like, I'm not killed. really yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> And I love that they crush, he, uh, Hellboy crushes his skull. 
Yeah. Uh, well, hold on. I got to flip to this because there's a good one-liner. Um, he says, uh, I will see you crawl before me. This is not the end. And then Hellboy says, well, it is for you as he crushes his skull. <laughs> Incredibly good. Yeah. It's like, you know, Hellboy isn't most of the time is not magic, but he can solve a lot of the problems just by being in the right place and swinging that big stone fist and like yeah. just being getting it. And, you know, a lot of times by like making friends, like he couldn't wouldn't have gotten out of the first volume with if Abe Sapien was not there. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. like uh, Rasputin has him dead to rights, and then he gets fucking harpooned from behind by Abe Sapien in a great scene. I I really like his, his fighting style's good. He's got a cool gun, but also he's just whopping people, or punching people and hitting them with his big arm. Yeah. He's a good bruiser. I like, um, I think it's in the second volume that we had to read, but he's like, uh, like a gun and my fist won't do. I need something, or I need something simpler that won't break. And he's like, ah, perfect, a sword. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> great stuff. Let's fuck this stupid machinery. This that whole mission. Yeah, because the jetpack jet doesn't, doesn't work. work. Yeah, that's why. Right. Doesn't good. work. Yeah, and the jetpack works on everyone else, so it's only it the guy blows who blows him up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't um, notice until rereading it for this time how often they have Hellboy start to say "son of a bitch" and then get cut off by something. Like, uh, like yeah he's got a few phrases that he says yeah that's a good bet like geez son of a yeah. and then like something um, explodes I, or whatever he says i'm gonna be sore in the morning a lot but then abe says it sometimes yeah. too so it's kind of like it feels like one of those just like a team yeah. joke yeah, they like always a, say it to each other just to yeah say how much pain they're in i guess mm-hmm yeah. I like that he uh, sets the timer to explode the entire castle, and it's like an hour. Surely oh, that's yeah. enough time for me to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, of course, it's and then, gone to la- the last Later on, minute. everybody's like, they're like, oh, Hellboy's blowing shit up again. <laughs> like, he just yeah. does this all the time. I thought it was so funny that his, his instinct was to blow up the entire castle. I'm like, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, and right. he leaves a message. He's like, I'm just going to blow this up. I don't need permission from anybody. <laughs> it's just a castle. It seems like, I'm just gonna like the, it would it. absolutely not work. Like, the guy, like, went underground. Like, blowing up the yeah. entire castle is not going to help at all. <laughs> um, I like that he fights, like, the Lamia, the snake lady. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good skeleton work in this. I love that he's like punching the skeleton out of people and stuff, or like <laughs> just like ripping people's entire upper halves off. Yeah, because I mean, like when you're fighting like fragile skeletons or like the undead or whatever, like you, they're they're not always put together super well. So if you're swinging a big rock uh, attached to your arm on, they're gonna they're gonna like separate, you know. I, I love when he yeah. kills the Medusa snake lady and like yeah. with, she turns into a giant skeleton and he's like, oh, god damn, I didn't mean to. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, Very funny. Jesus, yeah. this is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this. I like the uh, like broad. Ra- we talked about this a little bit already, but the like broad range of uh, a cult that they bring in. Mm-hmm. It's like. It is like Dracula and Lovecraft, which you don't get that kind of combination too often. Um, yeah, but it's... they do kind of conspiracy stuff too. Like they bring in Hyperborea, oh, which yeah. is a hype, not even a hypothetical. Just like favorite, people think favorite shit in the BPRD uh, series is when they shit. talk about the Hollow Earth and how it's all real is <laughs> really good. Yeah. They talk about Atlantis, Lemuria. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the Hyperborea stuff because you don't see a lot of things. Like, that's a deep cut for conspiracy stuff. Like, everybody knows Atlantis. 
but not everybody knows about Hyperborea because it it's like deep conspiracy theory. It's a civilization that supposedly existed before the Ice Age, and all everything was wiped out because it was under the ice sheets. Oh, I forgot to mention um, a really cool art thing that I saw. Is I think it's it's underused, but like Hellboy's eyes glow red. No, Ape sapiens yellow. are they yellow? Oh, that's yeah. what I thought. Okay, so his but eyes it, glow yellow. Uh-huh. Um, Ape sapiens glow blue, and I think uh-huh. the fire girls glow red. I think. Yeah, exactly. Right? So you like... have like they, the the sonic trio of like, uh-huh. yeah. you know, color. Yeah, that's also character yeah. identification. When, when it, you reverse uh, Hellboy and Liz, and their belt communicators light up with a color. So oh. Hellboy's got red, and Liz has got yellow, and it's like. They'll talk to each other on little like belt walkie-talkie stuff, and their their colors co- correspond to them. And then when I'm um, such a sucker for color identification uh, for characters, gear. I and love Roger gear. and Krauss join later on. They both get white at different times because they're not on the team at the same time. But like they they it's mm. it's cool to have that stuff there. And yeah, yeah I think I, I think it would be uh, it would be interesting to read the like comic the the spinoff comic that is more about the bureau because mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, in all in the couple like establishing scenes we have where they get like a mission or whatever, it seems like they're all just hanging out. It seems like a cool place to to chill. Yes. Oh yeah. The bureau stuff yeah. is really good. It's not as unique as Hellboy is because you know the bureau yeah. stuff is something that you have seen before, where it's like we're a government a- agency. We have to take down like the the weird stuff. We have a group of of weird people who learn to live together and be friends. Like all, all that kind of stuff. It's something that you've seen before, but it's done very well, and it's uh, it's not written by Mike. And it's Vanilla. in Fairfield. Yeah, it is in Fairfield, Connecticut. Until oh, at one yeah. point they have to move to Colorado, but that's different. Um, anyway, uh, but, but like yeah, no, yeah. I I enjoyed this comic generally. I um, I like I said, I like the color work. I like how much some of these images pop. Uh, I think that might be the the biggest thing for me. Like just flipping back through this, looking at it uh, for the show, I like a lot of this action is so fun, and uh, getting to see the guy with the arm with the chain on it, and like mm-hmm. that's a great scene. Oh yeah, that guy's cool, and he gets killed in one second. Like <laughs> yeah, Hellboy it's like two pages. The, he has this cool like <laughs> arm he can shoot off that's attached to a chain, and Hellboy goes, "Oh, f- okay, fuck you," and he just breaks the chain, and kills him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immediately like on the same page it's so it's fast like yeah. this guy is introduced and killed immediately but yeah no i had fun with this i'm still like not a huge comic guy but uh, i do enjoy this mm-hmm. yeah, i'm glad well, you've got a pretty good reference point for the medium now i think uh so i read hellboy a long time ago and as seb mentioned this was uh something that we used to bond over when we were talking about comics Seb and i have had a lot of conversations about comics over the years mm-hmm. and i've actually the um the bookmark i was using i was i reread up through the sixth uh-huh. volume for this wow and i was I, uh, I i have kept uh from the movie theater a little attendance slip that i used for oh, that's nice. <laughs> so that's that's when i uh when i first yeah. what this movie is it ago. is it a it's not that or it's a different thing it's not like a ticket oh no it's it doesn't say any oh, movies okay. on it. it's it's just a little slip that we said like this many people were in this theater and this oh, many that's people cool. were in that theater like one two three four five six so cool. um i first read a little bit of hellboy in high school and i was intimidated at first because i was under the impression uh like like through reading like forums and shit online it's like okay there are some stories that you might not want to get into because they're good and there's so much of it that it's in, that like 
if you decide you want to have all of it, it is like an impossible task. Mm. So that's like, like I, I would love to own all of Berserk. Yes, instance. right. Mm. Berserk yeah. is very all good. This is volume, not nearly that but bad. But it is very think. expensive. Like the, the to do. Hellboy or JoJo's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the the Hellboy run itself is twelve volumes, and then you have Hellboy in Hell, which is not actually that long. Mm-hmm. Got there's Hellboy in Mexico. Mexico and hell. But the main stuff, right, is, <laughs> the three is Hellboy itself and Hellboy and hell. The hell other stuff is like Mexico. all the fun little extra stories. That, that Yeah. So it's not really that yeah. hard to but, collect. Maybe but for then a teenager. You get, yeah, exactly. For a teenager at the time. And they didn't have the library editions when I was first getting into this stuff. You know, they didn't have yeah. the omnibuses. And Hellboy and Hell hadn't even come out yet. So uh, all this stuff was um, was new to me. And I was like intimidated. But once I started. I was like, oh, my God, not only is this perfect, but this is something that you could hand to almost anyone. It's a really, like, it's not super impenetrable as a comic. It's like a, it's a fun story about some weird guys and some occult adventures. Like, you can get wrapped up in a lot of this stuff because a lot of this stuff is very, it's pulpy on one side where you're fighting, you know, uh, cyborg Nazis in, in uh, ancient castles and stuff like that. And then you have, like, a, a perfectly a perfect fantasy vampire story also wrapped up in that. And then Rasputin is there and it's like all this stuff works together and meshes together so well. And even though like, it doesn't just feel like, you know, a Cape comic or whatever, it feels like its own thing in a way. And the, the art, like we've all talked about so much, the art is so striking. It's just a beautiful thing to look at. It's really not that complicated of a story or, uh, a world or whatever it's just like okay whatever whatever happened is true everything is true yeah they're yes ending their yes. own world yeah absolutely <laughs> there's a there's a, a an aside in the first volume where they cut to aliens unexplained and who are monitoring like a big crystal and they're like yeah, oh no it's right. gonna go it's gonna i blow forgot they never does not come those... back for like 10 years i think manuel forgot that he was like that he put him in there he's like oh yeah i don't know i don't know if i really want to do that because he like does a lot of stuff like um liberty's torch or whatever is it like a superhero guy that's with them in the 40s when they first find hellboy yeah. he's like yeah that was going to be part of some crossover comic it didn't pan out so i just never bring him back uh but hellboy has his um, gun when they <laughs> yeah exactly yeah in in conqueror worm in that one one of those aliens comes yeah exactly back. they they do they do bring up. that stuff back, but like it kind of adds don't need to, to the. I'm I'm sorry to put this in, but the, um, it, it adds to the the weight of the story though, where the guy in space is like, "What the hell are they doing down there?" Like, the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, if they fuck up, if they that. fuck up too bad down there, it comes up to us. It's my yeah. ass on the line. Yeah, no, uh, but yeah, exactly. Like all of this stuff being pulled in together, like it just makes you feel like Hellboy could be dropped into any kind of story, and it just works. Because you go from the Lovecraftian uh, Rasputin summoning an ancient uh, uh, eldritch being to Hellboy versus vampires to Hellboy has to trick the Baba Yaga and he shoots her eye out uh, to like, you know, Hellboy is having a moral quandary because he finds this homunculus and they're treating him like he's less than human. And then everyone's like, but we don't think that about you, Hellboy. And Hellboy's like, shut the fuck mm, up. I'll you? kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> and there's, uh, yeah, because, you know, they find this homunculus and this, and uh, they, Hellboy names him Roger on the limo, on like, uh, not the limo, the, the like, 
taxi ride to wherever they need to go next. And uh, like he, they hit it off well because Hellboy's like, you know, I didn't get to choose when I was summoned into the world either. Like I, I feel a kinship with you. And Roger's like, well, you know, if you did kill me, it wouldn't be that bad. I understand that I'm not supposed to be in the world. And Hellboy's like, you should never think like that. You know, you're 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 yeah. important. We love you. You're the best. Oh, uh, yeah, you killed one of our teammates, but it's not yeah, your exactly. Fault. <laughs> it wasn't. It really wasn't his fault. He he like got lightning struck awake by like Liz Sherman's giant explosion powers and freaked out. Yeah, which, it's I great. Mean, that's normal. Uh, but like the the point I was trying to make is that just that this character of Hellboy works in almost any setting, doing almost anything, and he doesn't feel. It doesn't feel wrong, you know? You're not like, uh, like, you know, Cam and I uh, love to go back and forth and complain about, like, uh, when Batman has to fight a ghost or when the X-Men are in space or whatever. And you're like, uh, they, they don't work well here. They don't, like, whereas every kind of story you try to hell- tell with Hellboy just kind of falls into place nicely because he's the kind of person who can handle it. Yeah, that's where he should be. As um, he's qualified to deal with yeah. just about anything yeah. in that realm. Yeah, he goes under the water and deals with mermaids at one point. Great story. Yeah, it's another classic. Be careful what you wish for story, except it's all mermaids who are wishing for things, and it's it's cute. Uh, the yep. Bogarouche. Um, so I also did a lot of extra credit for this one. I started at Seed of Destruction. And I just kept reading until I ran out of time, which means I went from 1994 to 2012 of stories. Wow. A lot of comics. Uh, and so I did all, all the original 12 Hellboy volumes and uh, the first couple issues of Hellboy in Hell, which are even better than I remember. Um, and it's it was just... I had a blast. Like, it's... The art is better than I remember. I like... So after Conqueror Worm, right, which is volume five, Hellboy is like, I'm done doing all this investigation shit. I just need to figure out my own life. And so he like splits off onto his own. And the stories where he is on here, he is on his own are even more in the realm of like fable and myth where he is dealing with a lot of mythical figures and like uh, the gods and the spirits and things like that. And it works so well. Like it really does like, just come in together and they have a lot of like once you get to like volumes 11 and 12 and stuff like that they have a lot of stuff with destiny that i don't really care as much about like i like it more when when um people have these like you know a werewolf has a grudge against hellboy because of something he did in 1953 or whatever and it's like okay well (laughs) i gotta deal with this now or uh you know this literally anansi the spider from african folklore is important to this story and like it's like okay i'm I'm really Mm -hmm. invested in all of this it's so easy for me to get sucked into these stories and i it was just it feels special like i i it's it feels special to like be a part of it and it's something i didn't realize this until i was doing research for this episode but it is something that has a real ending they're still making oh, wow. Hellboy. They're still making Hellboy comics now, but what they're doing is they're filling in the years that they didn't tell you about. Yeah. There is a be- yeah. yeah. Right now they've got Hellboy in love and they've got Hellboy fifty seven that was happening last year or something like that where they're talking about uh, adventures uh, fighting vampires in the fifties and and it, 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 I'm sure it's mm. good, but 
It's a good way to do a story. You can have a satisfying narrative arc, yeah. and then you can still make your little side, side books. Right. Yeah, good way to go. Mm-hmm. At the end of Hellboy in Hell, the story is done, and they're not like moving beyond that, which is great. I don't think they need to. But it's, it's rare to be able to say, like, here is a whole complete story that just works uh, especially in comic books yes especially in comic books when yeah. something is serialized for that long like i mean even even most manga kind of like peter off towards the end or or like have the, they get canceled they get it's canceled like it's not really the end of the story yeah. we have to conclude it in one book uh-huh we have to do a one shot somewhere that that wraps things up uh and there's that's just one of the many things about this story that just feels special and uh I love all these weirdos, and uh, I I love Hellboy, and I'm happy to follow him wherever. They're apparently they're making another movie that's a, like not connected to the Harbaugh one at all, uh, but it's going to be based okay. on the Crooked Man Already? story, which I really like. So I mean, hopefully okay. they can make it work. Cool. I have no. I yeah, wonder if they're going to seen that other one. I heard it kind of bombed, but I still yeah. would see it. They're going to cast Dwayne the Rock no, Johnson. No, he would be an awful fit. Uh, so Seb, did you feel anything on the rewatch for Hellboy? Reread. Um, rewatch. Uh, the reread. Um, I just felt like I need to reread even more of it. Um, cause I I kind of binged all this uh, a long time ago, and a lot of it fell out of my head. Um, up like past the sixth ish volume. Um, just cause it's been so long, and reading everything at once of something just kind of like packs everything in your brain. But um, it was just as good as I, I remember it. I'm happy with everybody, um, you know, uh, enjoying it. Uh, so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I got my thoughts out it was a lot fun. Yeah. with everybody else. It's, it's stuff. a weirdly, like, just good thing that we read where it's just like there's not too yeah, much we to read really kind of read into it. It's just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is good. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. All right. Thank you, yeah. Seb. Cam, it's your week next week. Welcome. All right, the time has come. Okay. You may have heard me say this before, but mm-hmm. this time I'm serious. We're okay. going to watch the show, the FX show. I think it's FX. The show, The Bear. Okay. Um, okay. It do is I have to, a do show. I have to drink wine out of one of those uh, things? You have one to the, hold a court container. <laughs> to go to a gay bar. No, <laughs> it's not the, not that one. <laughs> Careful which show you don't just watch this on any website because you might be watching the wrong <laughs> show. I'm just gonna Google the bear. No, no, don't do that. <laughs> it's on Hulu. Hulu, the bear. Um, it's good. It's a uh, Jeremy Allen White, who listeners may know from Shameless, very handsome actor. Oh, with good hair. that guy. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's uh, a chef who gets uh, is working fine dining, like the highest of fine dining, and his brother dies, and he owned a little sandwich shop in Chicago, and he comes to take it over. So it's a good, Ooh, uh, good. culinary like story. The episodes are only twenty minutes, which rocks. Hey, so all right, wow! I'm gonna right. send you guys Short. some episodes to watch. I think I want you to watch like uh, one, like five and the finale maybe but they're How 20 are minutes, there? so there's only like six so it'd be nice oh, if you guys okay. watched all of it but yeah, yeah that's not too I'm, n- I'm not one to ask you guys to do too much so there's plenty of stuff yeah. in there there's a couple episodes where maybe you can skip but it's fun it's great mm. it's a good yeah. cooking show and it's uh we're also going to be talking about tv as a whole so that'll be mm-hmm. fun mm. yeah modern television to okay 
yeah can't All wait right, so that's it's been a long time coming. coming up next week and uh thank you everyone for listening Next week, hopefully, we should all be back in the room together, which is going to mean that we're probably going to sound worse, but also be way more manic, <laughs> which is great. We're all yeah, going to be wearing t-shirts and aprons and saying, yes, chef, to each other. Yeah. Yes, we will. I, I plan on doing not that have for sure. The we'll see who has the plague <laughs> well, I don't next have the week. plague. I hopefully have something else. I don't know what right, it so is. We'll see you next it's... week where Cam will finally deliver on the prophecy to end the world by doing the bear episode. <laughs> something might come yes, up. Chef. Would it Thank be weird if something came up? <laughs> that would be funny. Know. Um, bear. All right. All, All right. right. Bye. 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 Podcast.